Welcome to IBM Full Stack, a place where tech innovators can learn how IBM business partners leverage a unique and diverse ecosystem to deliver amazing results for clients. Hear from both business and technical specialists on how the IBM AI applications portfolio enables smart solutions and seamless digital transformation. My name is Rebecca Calthorpe and I work in the AI Applications Ecosystems team. Today, I am joined by Coliance, an IBM Sterling business partner. And from Coliance, we're joined by Marcus Langford, Managing Director, and Jay Bandy, Business Development Executive. Just before we get into it, I just wanted to say that this podcast is purely a personal point of view discussion. Today, we're going to be discussing the next big threat to supply chain, and that is ransomware. So security has always been a hot topic for any organization. But as the technology we use advances, so does the hacker's ability to compromise a network through non-traditional methods. And because of this, ransomware attacks seem to be on the up. And in fact, last month, the head of UK spy agency GCHQ has said that the number of ransomware attacks on British institutions has doubled in the past year. This is why this is such a relevant topic to be discussing today. As companies need to be aware of the threats facing their organization, but also have the information on how they can be taking the steps to combat this threat. And it's not just IBM and Coliance advising our clients to take ransomware attacks seriously. A few days ago, Lindy Cameron, the CEO of the National Cybersecurity Center in the UK, issued a call to take the threat of ransomware seriously and that the ecosystem of cyber crimes is evolving through the ransomware as a service model. So the aim of the episode today is to inform you how ransomware attacks have evolved over time and the importance of organizations ensuring today that their security strategies are up to date and ready to protect their organization. So we'll bring in Coliance at this point. Marcus and Jay, what are your thoughts on the ransomware attacks that are happening today? Hi, Rebecca. As you mentioned earlier, there is an increase in the occurrence of ransomware attacks. A few reports state that ransomware attack happens every 11 seconds. With the advent of ransomware as a service model and the ransom payment through crypto, we have seen an exponential increase in such kind of attacks in the recent past. As per a report published by PwC, the number of ransomware attacks until September of this year is higher than the total attacks in the whole of 2020. The same report states that business leaders believe the highest increase in cyber threat will be through ransomware, business email compromise, cloud, and supply chain attacks. We believe this increase in attacks can be attributed to the remote and hybrid work models that organizations have adopted to accommodate the restrictions created by the pandemic over the past one, one and a half years. Most notably, we have seen that manufacturing organizations have moved from eight to second on the list of companies being targeted by ransomware attackers. This has added to the existing strain the manufacturing industry is already facing with the fiscal supply chain disruptions caused by COVID-19. The threat of a ransomware attack has shifted from if an organization will be attacked to when will an organization be attacked. As Colliance, we always strive to keep up with the latest trends and safeguard the interests of our customers who largely operate in the supply chain industry. We felt the need of the hour on safeguarding the supply chain systems 
and we have worked with IBM to identify how to tackle the threat of ransomware attacks. A culmination of this effort is an ebook we published in November this year, where we outline the threat of ransomware attacks to supply chain organizations and what steps can be taken by such organizations now to overcome this threat. Thanks, Jay. And based on that, the traditional security models have been based around a castle and moat principle. And as we've just mentioned there, ransomware attacks are on the up. So I'd be keen to hear your view on how the traditional security models, castle and moat being one, are falling short in today's ransomware attacks that are going on. Just a brief background about the castle and security model. So it involves building a secure parameter, which is the moat around all your IT assets, which is essentially the castle. As is the case with the castle and moat model, the access is controlled by a single protected point of entry. As systems became complex, the need for systems to communicate beyond your corporate perimeter increased. And as the systems became more advanced, some security precautions were extended, like administrator passwords and securing payment data. It was similar to having additional guards for the treasury and the king or queen's chambers within the castle walls. But once an agent is able to get through the perimeter security, there are minimal checks in place. This is the place where businesses risk exposing their systems to these agents that can lead to a ransomware attack. The castle and moat security model worked when your IT ecosystem was simple. With the addition of cloud and as organizations scale, there is a greater need for systems to interact with multiple systems outside the corporate perimeter, and it is difficult to secure all these entry points. So based on that then, Marcus, how do ransomware attacks exploit the traditional castle and moat security, and how can organizations adapt their existing security models to counter this threat? Ransomware attacks use the weakness of castle and moat security model which is minimal checks once an agent has entered and finds ways to pass the premise of security. This is being done through advanced malware coming through legitimate APIs or through phishing emails. With the growing digital landscape and diminishing boundaries of corporate perimeters due to the migration to the cloud, for example, the avenues of entry into the systems have increased. Once an agent is in, you'll have free access to most of the systems, spreading within the system largely undetected, like a spy or an enemy who wants entering a castle can have free access to many of the areas within it. The agent then typically can take the root of the virus where it compromises the system and infects another and moves on eventually compromising the whole system. So giving an example, a weakness is found in an order management system's credentials. The attacker will try and spoof the credentials onto other systems to see whether the same or variations of those credentials have been used in other systems. Say they get into the warehouse management system, while well, they start to control, shut down some of your major supply chain systems. They get into your ERP system, well, it's pretty much game over. They've got control of almost your financial systems. So what's evolving is the replacement of the castle and moat principles with something called a zero trust network architecture. Zero trust networks work on the principles of don't trust anyone, even if they have verified at the gate, only allow them access to certain applications There are three main defences which are used within a zero-trust architecture. The first one is multi-factor authentication. It's basically something like a phone where you're asked to verify the code or do something like that. So you don't just enter a password, but you've got a code. 
The second is data encryption. So making sure that data is encrypted when it's at rest or when it's sort of sitting in a storage area or something like that. And the third one is the zero trust itself. So you're making sure that the person's credentials is only valid for particular applications. So they haven't got credentials which basically give them access to lots and lots of different places. So those are the main principles that we work with with a zero trust. Marcus, it's interesting to hear the principles of what a zero trust model looks like. And just briefly, what is going to happen to manufacturers specifically in the next three, five, 10 years, for example, if they don't take any action against this now? Well, that's an interesting point. As Jay mentioned earlier, manufacturing organisations have risen from number eight in terms of those organisations which were being targeted by ransomware to number two. The thing is that the current ransomware attacks are actually relatively simple. There's no real sophistication in tools that are being used to hold the organizations to ransom. However, the security experts, the head of GCHQ, for instance, predict that the attacks will become more sophisticated. And they're coming from either government agencies as a form of warfare or terrorists hoping to exploit an organization for financial gain. Therefore, all organizations need to review their security architectures and deepen their defenses within the boundaries of their networks. These steps need to be taken now. As a result of an attack where their manufacturer's networks will have been attacked, then your reputation and your customer's trust will be compromised along with the financial implications. And with these attacks becoming more sophisticated, like you just said, Marcus, it does make sense that the zero trust model and the principles within that are becoming more important. But from Coalliance's perspective and your point of view, what is it that you offer to customers to help them build a trusted zone model within their security strategy and within their wider organization? So our our knowledge is about the best practice to implement solutions. Uh, working with clients, security experts to design a strong and practical security architecture. We particularly concentrate on IBM Sterling and IBM automation portfolios and have seen customers gain by implementing these sets of solutions. There's a need for regulated organisations to reduce exposure to risk and ransomware attacks are one of the biggest risks right now. So to give you some statistics, the average ransomware paid increased from 3,750 in 2018 to 234,000 in 2020. And this has risen to 427,000 in 2021. So we're seeing a massive increase in the ransom being paid out. But on top of that, the average downtime is currently at around 21 days, which if you think of an organisation, having your IT systems out for nearly a month, is going to have a massive impact on your organisation. According to a report by Cybersecurity Ventures, ransomware attacks are estimated to cost the organisations £15 billion in 2021, and the cybercrime impact is around £4.5 trillion. So primarily, the products that clients work with is IBM Sterling Solutions, such as Sterling File Gateway, Connect Direct and Secure Proxy, and also the IBM products are in the IBM automation space, which is Cloud Packs for integration. These products together work towards the principles of zero trust networks. I think the statistics that you just mentioned alone, Marcus, are enough to convince any organization to take action towards implementing a zero trust model. Any closing comments from yourself, Marcus or Jay? Thanks for that, Rebecca. In the supply chain sector, 
there are multiple organizations who have been attacked. And in the past, that was a once in a blue moon activity we might see. Now it seems to be happening on a daily occurrence. And as we say, it's not if you're going to be attacked, it's when you're going to be attacked. That's what made us concerned about the whole area. So we published an ebook as well as a few blogs on the topic, which you can visit our website at www.clients.co to access these. And to add to that, I believe it is time for organizations to act and act fast against these ransomware attacks. Well, thank you both, Marcus and Jay, for joining the IBM Full Stack podcast. Really great to have you on today. You have been listening to IBM Full Stack. If you want more information on how to join our tech ecosystems as a business partner, or if you have further questions about how IBM AI applications can help your business, please see the contact details in the description.